welcome back everybody to Someone Fix This episode two for us. Two. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching our first episode. We actually had uh, about 200 people uh, wow. view on YouTube and there was about 40 people on Spotify. So okay. pu pushing about 250 people. So for the first time, I appreciate everybody listening and watching and yeah. uh, giving our your opinions on everything. Um, so in light of Halloween coming up, uh, and we both like scary things a little bit. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do an episode on ghosts, uh, whether or not we believe in them, maybe talk a little bit about scary movies and then kind of lean in a little bit towards, you know, what the Holy Ghost might be um, and what it says in the Bible. Um, so to get into this, um, Larry Miller is here as always, my guest, and I think we're just going to dive right into it. Okay, so, so, so the episode we're going to we're wanting to call it. Um, what we're calling it? We're do calling it. You do you believe in ghosts? ghosts? Do, do you, you believe, believe in ghosts? ghosts? Which I would right. love to hear your guys' comments. Yeah. Uh, you? What, what you what you guys think? So, the first question that I would ask you, okay, before we get into anything super scary with movies, is: Do you yourself believe in ghosts? And if you do, what what is what is the definition of a ghost? For because it could be different for certain people. There's people that I know that believe that you know, their, their grandma passed on, but they've had encounters, if right. you will, with their grandma. So like or grandma, grandma visited. Uh, um, they exactly. visited. They saw Either. something in the hallway. Right. Um, and then there's other people who will say that, oh, yeah, that, that house is haunted, and it's been haunted for like 800 years, you know, and you know the stories of, well, he butchered his family, the haunting. And, you know, oh, yeah. things like that. Oh, yeah. So Amityville Horror, right out Amityville of Horror. So, so uh, how about this? So Besides the fact, do you believe in ghosts? Has anything um, creepy ever happened to you? Well, in, you know, in your first life? of all, I guess I'll say yes. I I believe in ghosts, but then I'll later explain what what that means. Like mm -hmm. you know, believing in ghosts, and um, you know, I guess things that go bump in the night. There's been times in, in my life. Have I ever seen a ghost? No. Yeah. Uh, have I ever felt like there was a presence of something there i mean i'm sure those of you watching I'm, I'm sure there's been times where like literally i've been it's late at night i'm driving in my car no one is in my car with me and yeah. this has happened i'm just driving music's on i'm not thinking about anything and all of a sudden i'm just like <laughs> you're like and, and you look over and, and i have this maybe someone behind you like, like in the back of the, what is that the back and of the it car, was weird you know? yeah so maybe those have kind of happened to me but I've okay but, but you do know. and you what is your take on so do you believe in ghosts? I do. You do believe I do. In ghosts? I, I believe that there's ghosts, but there's a reason for that. Okay. So we'll I'll pause you right there. Go ahead and you have an interesting poll here about yes, ghosts crazy. and uh how many people believe in stuff. So read read that because it's super interesting. Okay. Okay, so we ask you, do you believe in ghosts? He asked me if I believe in ghosts. And uh in a poll done in 2019, 46% <clears throat> of Americans say they truly believe in ghosts. So literally, we're we're gonna almost 50. half. We're almost we're, we're, we're almost going, at the fifty percent yeah. marker. So about and, half. And half I thought people. it might be more. To be I, I was gonna I was gonna say like sixty percent. Okay, there's I, people I, I, I know like that go. This is dumb. Yeah, there's no yeah. such thing. Yeah, exist. and then there's and people that they're like I've experienced oh. it like multiple yes. times. Well, on every that weekend note, <laughs> it, it says okay that they believe in ghosts. Forty eight percent, seven percent. Okay, this is crazy. Believe in vampires. 
Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. What okay. was the percentage on vampires? What did okay. you say? Eighteen or seven percent. Seven percent believe in vampires. That's and, wild. And then eighteen percent of people say they have either seen a ghost or been in one's presence. Eighteen percent, mm-hmm. almost twenty percent of people, two out of ten. Yeah. Twenty out of a hundred, whatever, said that they have experienced or seen a ghost. See, I thought it would be higher than eighteen percent. Yeah, I thought it'd be higher than that. Like, there's a lot of people that yeah. have stories, even if they haven't seen one, they'll at least say this happened, right? right. Like an uh, an unexplained thing. Well, so, tell us your story. Maybe no, maybe somebody watching. Oh yeah, yeah. listen, we love to hear the stories. I yeah. love to hear for real. Though. Um, Aunt Debbie actually has oh my, my Aunt Debbie has a lot of great stories. Um, I love listening to those. I love hearing people's stories about ghosts or something that went uh, bump in the night or whatever. Yeah. Um, so. For me, like ghosts, if if somebody asked me if I believed in ghosts, when I was younger, if I was in my teens, I would have said yes. Um, I would have thought that, you know, uh, Martha over in this house, you know, I would have believed the stories and said, absolutely. Um, and then as I got older and then religious religion kind of kicked in, it's a different kind of belief of ghosts. I don't Correct. think, Correct. I don't think it's Martha. Did I say Martha or Margaret? Whatever. Yeah. I think it's a different type. So would you be on the same wavelength as that? Would you say? Yeah. 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 I, I, I believe that just to get right to the core of it is that, is that I believe that ghost exists, but mm-hmm. the Bible teaches us and shows us that any type of ghost, it's evil. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, and it says that we're not supposed to, uh, chase that like there's ghost hunters right how many yes people, yeah you know, love ghost, ghost adventures ghost Zach adventures is the man they're, they're ghost hunters they're looking after well you know it it literally says in deuteronomy leviticus kings first samuel um we're not supposed to go hunt for ghosts mm-hmm. but it also says that the majority of the time if not always it's always an evil entity that is a ghost mm-hmm. it isn't your grandmother or your dad or your mom coming back to tell you something. There, there's right? a lot of people that they will say there's friendly ghosts, right? And right. I don't mean Casper. Right. I mean like, <laughs> you know, people will say, oh, we we think it's, you know, we bought a house, you know, that's older, a farmhouse. Right. And we believe there's an eight-year-old girl that, you know, roams the halls in the middle of the night. Super creepy. So would you say, so what I would believe when it comes to that is it's, you know, I would say a ghost would be something, you know, I guess, would you say demonic? Would yeah. you say demonic? Yeah, it would, it would be, um, you know. That's just my personal opinion. And it, it kind of wants you to think that it's harmless, right? Right. So if you play the Ouija board or something like that, you go, it's just a game. It's just harmless. But what it's maybe doing, again, this is opinion, just like we said in the first episode. Right. Um, is it's inviting something that you probably don't want in your house. But it's masking it as, oh, it's just a five-year-old girl. Everything's fine. When in reality, right. you're going, nah, like that's, that is not the case. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, you know what's, which brings up a question. Why, why are we so, I mean, me included at some level, maybe you, I think mm. you are. Why are we so intrigued with the afterlife, ghosts, spirits? Uh, I have another, uh, another poll, as I was going to tell you. Uh, Americans spend over, are you ready for this? Now listen, Americans spend over $10 billion on Halloween, according to the National Retail Federation. That's wild. 10, That's wild. not million, $10 billion. We have a mm-hmm. thing for people the love it. afterlife. People love it. You know, they, 
you know, I mean, how many of you watch, you know, a scary movie like this with one <laughs> you eye? You got your blanket. Yeah, you got, you know, and, and, Ugh, and it's something about yeah. fear, which, of course, the Bible teaches us that, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, which means that fear is a spirit. Mm-hmm. And so when you have these, this is, it's a nice ghost. There, there are no nice ghosts. Yeah. They're, they're demonic. They're a resemblance of something that was on this earth. And they've taken on the appearance of that. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible teaches us that, what, a third of the angels, Correct. the demonic yes. angels, fell with Lucifer. And so they're roaming this earth. They're doing their thing. If you believe that, maybe you don't, and that's fine. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of scary. And, and, and to go back to the, what was it, 10 billion? Is that what you said? 10 billion. So 10 billion. And we can all agree, or at least, I like, I love scary movies. I can't help it. I love the fear factor of it, and you probably feel the mysterious, oh. the the what's next, what's next. You know, I'm I'm I know what I'm getting myself into, but I just can't look away. I love the the fear factor of it, the stories of it. Um, which I just real quick. So if you had to pick a scary movie, and I want I want to hear your guys. Yeah. What are what are some scary movies that you guys like? that just just absolutely horrify you what's would you give do you have like a top five do well, you have for sure top two probably yours is similar uh-huh. the conjuring yeah it's like oh my god heebie-jeebies I mean, oh, heebie-jeebies yeah there's yeah the things that go bump in the night you mm-hmm. know the, the spooky thing and then of course number one and this is weird i gotta tell you this so i literally was at a drive-in movie two of my friends true story <clears throat> they ended up meeting two girls left me in the car all by myself to watch the exorcist and i watched the exorcist and we stayed there forever and it played at a drive-in movie back in the 70s it just replayed again Mm. and so i sat in the car by myself and watched the exorcist alone oh that's a horrible it was so super scary it's just so two for sure so you got the exorcist and the conjuring conjuring. two yeah along with others yeah yeah, those two so 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 for me yeah and again i want to hear you guys comments because if i haven't seen it i kind of want to watch it um the exorcist is number one and i don't even know what it is like we it it was in the 70s is that we said it was in it was in the 70s yep i don't know what it is but when i watch that movie it is just i don't even watch it anymore because i'm so scared i don't either like it sounds crazy but it's one of the very few movies that i watch and i don't feel i'm like no like my spirit's like no mac we're not we're not doing this tonight like this isn't the movie um so so that definitely that one if you guys haven't seen the original um the conjuring series is definitely scary and there's a lady in there called the nun that gives me the heebie-jeebies i can't deal with that yeah um pet cemetery creeps me out um there's a lady in there named zelda i think creeps me out so those are definitely some of our our scary movies that i kind of don't watch anymore but they affected me right um and, and that's what's interesting is going into these movies, I know that they're going to do something negative. Right. 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 I'm not going to come out of, I know willfully going, you know, I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to giggle. Like I know what I'm in for. And we still want to, there, there's a part of us that want yeah, to still I, see that, which is really interesting. And I don't know if that's our human forms wanting session. I don't know. Of, it's just, it's a really, I, interesting... I think it has to do with maybe even like the afterlife, but I don't know why I don't like fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it to come upon. You don't. Me. You don't want to seek out fear. It's not like every day you're like, I just want to be scared. Yeah, I just want. But be for scared. some reason, there's a movie and everyone's like, that's terrifying. You need to watch it. And you're like, no, oh man. yeah, I need to. <laughs> I'll watch yeah. it. You know. So like, that uh, that's really interesting. But please, please comment. Tell me some of the yeah. movies that you guys like. Um, what What would you tell people that say that they 
they had really good encounters that don't make any sense. So there's stories that would be an example, say like somebody's, cause they're very, they're obviously emotional stories where just sure. say like someone's father passed or mother or whatever, someone that you're really close to a friend. And three days later, you, I don't even know how I would put it. Like three days later, you see a Cardinal and they're like, that's, that's grandpa. It's you know what I mean? It, that, or that's, that was my husband right there. He loved Cardinals. This was the spot. Do you find those as coincidences? Do you find that God could do something like that to give them peace of mind? Or do you still think that's like, eh, like that's pushing the boundaries. That's evil. Now, like you're getting in your head. Maybe you just want, do you yeah. feel like they're mourning and they're just hoping? Yeah, well, I, I, I think I would too. So for anybody that has lost someone, you know, for that, I am uh, uh, sorry. You know, losing a loss of, of anyone that you love is, is horrible. And I think we try to fill in the blank with the absence of that person with in the natural, we want to feel good about it. So mm -hmm. we remember that person and we say, hey, I saw the cardinal. That was a sign from uncle so-and-so or my mom or my dad or my sister, right? It was a sign. And in, in reality, I, I think uh, from a biblical standpoint, whether you believe in the Bible or not, my opinion can only come from, for me, a truth that I believe in, which is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I believe the word of God says that when someone dies, they either go to heaven or they go to hell. And I know that's already going to raise all kinds of controversy with of course that yeah. there's more than one. And, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Absolutely. Okay. You can believe that. I, I'm not going to try to change your mind, believe it or not. But I believe that there's heaven and there's hell. And if somebody goes to heaven, they are in the presence of a loving awesome incredible god mm -hmm. and i don't believe they're up there going um excuse me god um i, I gotta, need to go i, I, I gotta go this, is, all, this yeah. is a cool place yeah and i love being with you and you're like king thing and all that and you're worthy and all of those things hey but i gotta leave for a minute and go back down to earth listen listen y'all it's not happening <clears throat> that isn't what's happening there's many stories there's a story in the bible about uh, a man that died and he, he went and he said, can I go back? And it gave us an example of, no, you cannot go back. Once someone has passed, they're not here. Mm -hmm. The other thing is God doesn't need another angel. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not angels. We, you know, that's, that's the, the fallacy of, of the belief system of we all get wings. Mm -hmm. Heaven is boring. I'd rather go to hell so we can party. Those are the deceptions of the enemy so that we don't receive an absolute loving God who cares for us. So, you know, that's, that's my belief that, you know, we, there are signs that you might go, Hey, that reminds me of my sister. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of my father. There's nothing wrong with that, but you need to understand they are not here. And especially in reincarnation, right? Right. They're just not here. So, and then that brings you to the next point. So like you said, there's a story in the Bible and it was Lazarus, a different Lazarus, if you know right. your stories. And uh, the, the other man dies who owns Lazarus. And he says, he wants to come. Let me come back so I can tell them because he's in hell. And he says, let me just come back. And there, there is, no, it's impossible. Yep. The angel literally says, you cannot. So if we do believe in the Bible, which you may not find too, um, what we would believe is, okay, if it's not them, if it's not grandma and grandpa, if it's not mom and dad, what other thing could it be, which leads us into believing that it's, more than likely an evil presence, a demonic presence, yep. 
and I'm reading your thing here. So what's interesting is the Bible, it it gives us a, the only instance of a haunting would be due to the presence of demons. And that, and that's the only time that that's mentioned in the Bible. So it's never good things, right? It's never good things. I guess the only thing we would say is, you know, you could say, Oh, Jesus was raised from the dead, but that's not what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, well, he was a ghost. That's not accurate. Um, so what would you say to people that when it says, you know, the presence of demons is only in the Bible, what would you say to people that think there's like a disagreement on that? And they'd go, well, no, because there's other verses in the Bible that would say there's one where like a guy does witchcraft and he is right. able to talk to, right. um, you know, spirits, spirits if you right. will. It's really what so it is. at the end of the day, would you say again, number one, we're not supposed to be doing that. And number two, because that goes into we can go into a lot of this. You can go into yeah. tarot card reading. That's really popular. Oh, yeah. And what's really gotten popular, which I didn't even think about, is like a lot of people look at the moon and the stars and right. galaxies. And it's not that those things are bad because I think God created those things. They're beautiful. Right? They're Absolutely. beautiful. And I think there's a lot of verses that would back up, you know, he gave warning signs when there's a blood moon, you know, it, it could mean so he said these are signs, you know, that'll happen. However, I do think it kind of correlates with spirits and demons when you're going, you know, oh, the moon and the stars are something that I, you know, the, the moon's in retrograde. Yeah, so we so worship. That's why, and you start worshiping that. And it's just this whole spirit right. thing that's like, it feels like the enemy is just going, just whatever it takes not to go to God. Correct. Go to the moon, go to the yeah. stars, yep, 100%. go to the person that's dead. Would you, yep. would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Like, what, what I is, think, you know, from the beginning of time, I think man, and me included in that, is that we're going to do everything but seek God first. Right. We're, we're going to replace God with an idol. We're going to replace God and seek you know, God in stars. And so we're going to worship God with trees. We're gonna, and so what we do is that rather than worship the creator, we tend to <clears throat> worship the creations. Right. Big right. difference, and and I think so we people, worship the moon and not the creator they, of the moon. They use they do a really good job too because I'll be like, I've actually I've had a conversation with someone. I, I would never say whoever. I mean whatever um, about you know the moon and stars, and they'd say, well, the I mean literal conversation. You know, the, well the moon was in retrograde. I don't even know what that means, but they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll just say you know, well that's why I've had a bad week. And right. they they firmly oh, believe, and absolutely. I and they they know my belief, and they'll say, well Mac you know, what do you think about that? And I say, you know, the moon was created by God. So let's go to God instead of what he created. But then they'll come back and say, but he created it, you know, for a reason. So why not look to that? Maybe he's helping us. What would you say to somebody like that? Well, you know, would you just have, you know, there's, there's signs that he gives us and he talked about like for the last days. And if someone believes in those, and again, you may or may not, but there will be signs that he renders to us people that are followers of Christ that gives us an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But that's it about our daily lives. Is it, should I marry this particular gal? So I'm going to go to the moon and, and try to find right, out. Right, right. No, like, oh, this month's no, not a good month. Like, no, oh, it's a bad month. It's, you know, we got to wait for it. It said that uh, this is going to happen. You, you don't know. Again, mm-hmm. what we end up doing is that we start, start worshiping the earth he created mm-hmm. and not worshiping the creator. Mm-hmm. And so when we have these, um, these uh, times when we see spirits, which are at the end of the day, um, it says that any kind of haunting or any kind of spirit that takes away from God is not of God and it is demonic. 
And God is the one who created us and he wants all of the glory. There was a, there was a, a group of guys and they were called the sons of Sceva. And it was in the book of Acts. And they were actually, I believe they were the sons of a high priest. And they went trying to, to go cast out some demons. And so there were demons in this dude. And so they were trying, I think it was a guy. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, those of you watching. And so they, they go to cast out, I'm, I'm kind of ad-libbing this. And they go to cast out the demons and they end up being more powerful than them. And they get on them and beat them up. I right. mean, they just, right. they leave clothes all torn, half naked. And, and they leave. So at the end of the day, if you're going to step into scary movies, believing in ghosts, not thinking they're demons, when I truly believe they are, it's the presence of God that we should seek in his presence. Only God is a spirit. Those that worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth. He is a spirit. So when we get into other spirits that are demonic, then, then we end up worshiping them. And it says we're not so go, supposed to go hunting those. Mm -hmm. It's really an abomination to God mm -hmm. to try to look for the dead. Yeah. You know, Jesus yeah. said, why do you seek the dead among the living? living. Yeah. And lastly, here's what I'm going to tell you. And I've been there because I've done this. You've done this. Is you get in this spooky <laughs> stuff. You watch these movies. You get all, you know, scary. And then here's the thing. Don't expect, and I'm going to say this. You're going to want to hear it. Don't expect to play with the devil mm. during the day and expect him to leave you alone at night. Yeah, I love that. I love that saying. It's like, well, yeah. because he won't. Yeah. And, and I've done it. And you end up conjuring and, and you know, uh, letting this kind of thing enter into your life. Man, it's just not helpful. Right. So. Um, and we're going to get into the next part here. And then we'll, I don't know how long we've been going. I don't want people to. Yeah already to think we're going ranting or whatever but here's an interesting thought and i and i said this to you is we don't have any problem having the fear of the enemy right we it's right. like so many people have just accepted like ghosts are real this is scary i'm afraid and we i think a lot of us are afraid because we understand the power of evil spirits right there's power there that we don't understand it's not of this world that's what people get interested. That's why. And we're content with being afraid of that because we're like, man, the power, that's scary. That table moved, that chair moved. And so my question for you would be like, why is it so much, especially in this generation, that the fear of evil is accepted, right? You're like, well, that's a scary movie. Of course, you're going to be afraid. Of course, it's ghost. Of course, it's demon. But the fear of God is completely just gone. And I don't mean because people, I was reading a book on it and it was about the fear of God and it wasn't being just, just totally frightened and you don't want to see him. It's, it's the complete opposite. There's a sense of respect for God because you understand the power that he has. And if you read the Bible, you know, you know that he's stronger than the enemy. So why, why are we content and happy on this earth with spending $10 billion and going to haunted houses and going, man, that was so scary. And you know, there's people have been like, I think something latched onto me and I took it home. You know, weirdly enough, you're content. You knew what you were getting into. But then if you remotely bring up the fear of God and what he is and who he is, everyone's like, I don't care. Right. Why? Why do you think that? Well, is? because one of the things that, that I believe personally, that's a good, really good question, is that, you know, it, it said that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of mm -hmm. love and of a sound mind. So spirit 
or the fear is absolutely a spirit. It's something that we can feel, you know, that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's tangible. It's an emotion. We can feel it. We understand it. It can be heavy. You, you just know it's there, right. right? It's presence. Well, the opposite of that, though, is when you say the fear of God, it has to do with reverence and honor. Right. We don't really reverence and honor demons. They just make us scared because it's a spirit. <laughs> right. Nothing good comes right. from it. Literally God is nothing. a spirit. But at the end of the day, until we as human beings, as people, can understand that our creator loves us and that our fear is based out of, right, this mm -hmm. fear, mm -hmm. it's literally based out of an honor, a respect. It's, it's that of, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this loosely so somebody who is maybe a believer doesn't get upset. But it's much like that of your boss. If you have a good boss, mm -hmm. you reverence and honor them. It's very rare. You know, and it is very <laughs> rare. But let's say, you know, you have a pastor. That can be rare too. But you, you have a coach. You have a trainer. You have someone in your life that, that you just honor and revere. And you go, you know what? I would never really want to disappoint them because I just respect them. So mm -hmm. the answer is, we have lost all respect and honor from, yeah. for God in the way of fear. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, well, he'll forgive me. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. He doesn't exist anyway, mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. But it has to do with honor. What's interesting, I find it super interesting, that as people on this earth, we already have created an honor system. And here's why. Um, I've been uh, called to jury duty before. And so I'm sitting in the courtroom, sitting there. And as soon as the bailiff or whoever it is that walks in, he yeah. goes, the honorable so-and-so is coming in the room, all rise. And everyone Everybody gets up. It. Yeah. And it's out of respect mm -hmm. for the person who's in charge that has to make hard choices. And we acknowledge that and we stand up and say, hey, your honor, because you're in a position mm -hmm. of making hard choices. Right. And that's God. We honor him. For he is that's in that answer. position. That is so, a good answer. If that's helpful. Okay. No, that's very good. Yeah. Um, and actually, somebody asked me um, if there were, if there's any ghosts in the Bible that they talk about. Right. So one that, thing that I would bring up before we get into the next part um, is, you know, there's a story in the Bible when the disciples are in the boat. Jesus says he's going to meet them on the other side, right? It's dark. It's raining. There's a storm. They think their boat is going to go down. And a lot of people know this story. Uh, Jesus meets them and he's actually walking on the water. But keep in mind, it's dark, it's raining, it's storming. You cannot see exactly what is over there. The fact that they think that they're seeing a, a man walk on water, they can't really make it out. And one of them, I don't know if it's Peter, I can't, I honestly can't remember. Maybe you guys can, or maybe it doesn't say, uh, but they say it's a ghost. Right. And they're all freaked out. Yeah. So if the disciples see it and they recognize it as a ghost, and they're scared, that's not a good thing, no. okay? So I know that was just one instance, um, and that was a question that you had. So that in particular was something, which will lead us into the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Um, so I guess there's, there's a lot of questions that I have on here. So the Holy Ghost is a little different than um, the ghost that we're talking about. Um, this is more biblical, and it's also... Um, correlated with the Holy Spirit. You could say that they're the same thing. Um, what is the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit for, so, for people that might be wondering? It is, it is a, a portion. You know, we talk about the, 
Trinity. The Holy Trinity. You know, the Holy mm -hmm. Trinity. Some people believe in it. Some people don't. Um, trying to dissect it can be very... It can if get you really deep. I was gonna say, and if you tell somebody, you know, oh, that person has the Holy Ghost, and they're not familiar right. with something, they're going, what? They're possessed? Like, right. what's, what's going well, on? Well, it, it's, it's it, to me, the best example that I can give you visually is that you can have water, which is water. Mm -hmm. You can have water that can be ice, which is valuable. Correct. Water is valuable. Ice is valuable. And then water can actually be steam or a vapor. It is a form of that. And the Holy Spirit is God in the Trinity. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Each one literally has a job. Much like ice, steam, water. And the Holy Spirit is what we receive when we receive Christ as our Savior. You see, uh, God died for us, but it was Jesus in the form of a man. Right. And he died, and when we receive him, that if you would believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved, right? And that's so important to be free, mm -hmm. especially in a world that we live in, from to be uh, to be free from sin, mm -hmm. uh, to be forgiven, to have that peace. That's why a lot of the world is the way that it is. They have no peace, and in Him you will have a fullness of joy, a fullness of peace. So the Holy Spirit is what we receive that dwells inside of this physical body that is perishing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to die. He's going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> right. We don't talk about it. Probably should. <laughs> it's going to happen. Because what it's I've heard is happen. there's a new statistic out. 10 out of 10 people die. That's what <laughs> that's I've heard. So wow, that's pretty That's It's pretty that's news. Yeah. So it's going to happen. We don't talk about it. But it's this physical body that is a, it's called, in Corinthians, it talks about a tent. And this is where the Holy Spirit of God that is part of God that lives inside of us, that if we hear it, be still and know that he is God. If we hear it, it helps and guides us into all truth, directs us into everything we need to do in our lives. So when you have an issue, a problem, conversation, you're able to go. God speaks to you through the Holy Spirit. If you hear, the issue is, is that we don't have time. We just, mm -hmm. we don't hear. We're so right. busy. Right. It's to be still and know that he is God. And then we've heard it said that, still small voice mm -hmm. that's in there. Mm -hmm. And it's a part of God that lives inside of you that is God that lets you know and directs you into all truth. And that's important in our lives as, okay. we, yeah. as we grow. And that, that's very good. Because there's, there's people that have no idea what the Holy Spirit is. Right. And then there's the people on the other end where everybody has a different, almost opinion. Okay, sure. which this is where it's going to get juicy. I can't yep, wait. Here we go. Gets here we juicy. go. Let's get juicy. Okay, so... If you we okay, so now that we have the Holy Spirit, if you were to believe in that, the Holy Ghost, if you will, does it give you special gifts? There, there, there's a verse in the Bible that says there's gifts of the Spirit, right? Right. right. Um, what would you say on that? So there's people that I know that are amazing Christians, love them to death, and they would say, you know. They would say gifts are just kind of a, eh, you know what I mean? They're like, I don't really want to get into that. Right. You know, sure. they don't want to know anything that's kind of weird or creepy, which I think that's why this is a good uh, episode because we're talking about ghosts. We're talking right. about spiritual, spiritual just craziness to me because I'm just right. like, that's not of this world. Um, do you think they give you spiritual gifts? Does it give everyone a spiritual gift? Does it only give spiritual gifts that that people, you know, they say, will you give me this Holy Spirit? Will right. they give you all gifts? You know, because there's right. different gifts in the Bible. 
So kind of break that down for people of what you would believe and right. what does the Holy Spirit give you if you ask, you know, there's certain things because we're going to get into speaking in tongues because I right. can't wait. To talk oh about boy, that. <laughs> that's going to be fun. So, you know, the Bible talks about baptism. So there's more than one. Uh, I believe that when someone gets saved, they are baptized and immersed into the body of Christ. You're now born again. Then there's the outer appearance of when you let people know this is what happened inside of me and you get baptized in water. So you show people, here's who I was. When I go down, my life has changed. That's what's happened to me on the inside. If you haven't given your life to, to Jesus and you really haven't confessed with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, then all you are is a wet sinner when you go down in the water if that didn't happen first. Mm -hmm. So when you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, you're now born again. You are baptized into the body of Christ. You're going to heaven. The other one is, I'm going to show, it's your, really your next step, is to show publicly what's happened on the inside. And then there's a third one, which is being baptized in the Holy Spirit and with power. Yeah. It's, and it's with wild. speaking in tongues. <laughs> yes. And uh, this is where it's going to get crazy. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, is, okay, okay. Well, let's break this down. Okay, so then there's, there's, there's an ability that uh, the, the Bible talks about. It's called speaking in tongues, right? Right. And so... Uh, I, I know people that believe in it. I know people that don't believe in it. Not saying anyone's right, not saying anyone's wrong. This would be my personal interpretation um, of speaking in tongues. I know um, there are videos out there on Instagram and YouTube because I get sent them by a good friend of mine. Um, <laughs> and they are wild and yeah. ridiculous. Um, so... With speaking in tongues, I think that there's a lot of fake people that sure, do it for sure. publicity. Absolutely. Um, I don't even. I wouldn't even know why they do it. They they do it to to what? What would you? Why would you I, say they would fake that? I, I don't. You know, know they just want to be seen on TV. They, yeah, they want to be just, crazy. They want to yeah. say that their church is moving spiritually. I, I honestly don't know. That's between them and God. What I do know, or at least what I would believe in, is speaking in tongues is a gift from God. And I, almost, I do believe that there's, I would say, two different versions. And I do think there is a language, uh, a perfect language that God can give you right. to speak to him that is perfect. It is not English. It is, it is a glorifying language between um, you and God. And there's also some verses in there which is interesting because what the Bible says is when the Holy Spirit comes on them and the, the disciples... And they start speaking in other tongues. There's other people outside right. walking. So it was a language. At it was that a time language. In the book of Acts. Correct. And right. they say who these people are speaking our language. And they haven't been. And taught. they haven't been taught that. So I think also it has an ability to be able to break the barrier of languages that maybe people didn't understand, and they could right. during biblical times. I don't know if it happens today. Um, but my standpoint would be um, with speaking in tongues, and I'll ask you, is every, normally every Wednesday, this is actually Wednesday right now, so I actually did this yesterday, um, either on my lunch break or when I'm off work, I do it once a week. I shut my door in, in my room, I turn on a Bluetooth speaker, and I praise God. And I'll do it for like 30 minutes, just time with him, praying, thanking him which is awesome if you haven't adapted that. I thought it would be ridiculous, but it is genuinely, it is, it is life-changing. And 
um, I wanted to, I wanted to have that gift and I prayed and I asked God, like, I'm ready to get weird, right? Like, right. let's do it because it is, it's very different. I've never done it before. And I will just say from my heart for the last year, I'm not amazing at it is what I would say, but it comes out. Right. And it's so interesting because I can tell you guys, I didn't, I didn't, I don't speak any other languages. I took a Spanish class. I know nothing besides <laughs> like El Gato, which uh, means I'm the cat even, or something yeah, like that. I'm not even good at I don't like, know. But when I do do it, right. it is so oddly fluent. Right. And it's something like, I just can't even believe that it comes out of my mouth. And I feel like it's just, and, and it's, it's not English. So it's from my standpoint, I, I have done it. I, I enjoy it when I'm doing it alone in my room. Um, what is, what is your take on the Holy Spirit? Do you, or excuse me, speaking in tongues. Right. Have you done it? Yes. Do you believe in it? Um, my mother does it as well. Um, is that something that we should be doing all the time? Is that right. something that we should be doing at church all the time? Is that something, it says in the Bible that when you do speak in tongues, you need an interpreter. Um, what would you say to all of that? You know, there, there's a lot, like we don't even have enough time. But, yeah. But at I, the end of the day, um, in the book of Acts, it was a language. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it was not, it was, it had to do with Paul even said, I speak in tongues more than all of you, mm -hmm. but I would rather speak one word in English, Latin, Greek, whatever it might be, so that you would understand the gospel. That's mm -hmm. what's more important. So number one is that. Number two, do you have to be saved? Do you have to speak in tongues to be saved? Mm -hmm. No, it's a gift that we have. And I can give you an example that's going to help you. It's a gift that we get from God that when you don't know what to pray, what does that mean? Well, my grandmother's really, really sick. And here's what we do as people. Well, God, if it's your will, if, if it's your will, mm -hmm. if it's your will, that's cheap. Yeah. Because, yeah. It, wait, don't even say it. Don't mm -hmm. even pray it because whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. And that must have been his will, right? So what we want to do, she's sick. Maybe really sick. Man, I, I don't, I don't know. Did you pray that she's okay? I don't even know what to do. That's when I go into my prayer closet and I pray in the spirit, which is a perfect prayer to God that allows me to pray. And when I get done, it edifies me, mm -hmm. myself. Um, if you do it in a public, in a public scenario where God is going to speak something to a congregation, there should always be somebody to interpret it. And it's always to exhort. It's never to go, hey, the guy in the front row is sleeping with someone else's wife. <laughs> right. That, yeah. that is, that's yeah. not what's going on. Mm -hmm. that, isn't, that isn't how this works. I know it gets, it gets wonky. People get crazy. People get, speak about spooky. Yeah. People yeah. get all, yeah. you know, and <laughs> yeah. all this, you know, speaking in tongues. Listen, like Paul said, hey, yeah, I speak in tongues, but. I would rather share the gospel of Jesus Christ with you of hope. And what, what is the gospel? It's good news. Mm -hmm. And the good news is this, is if this is going on in your life, it doesn't have to happen anymore. If someone's a prostitute, they don't have to be that anymore. If somebody has anxiety, you don't have to have that anymore. If somebody has no hope, if somebody has mental illnesses, somebody has these things, is that we can take this to Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's the hope that we have in him. Yeah. He is the deliverer forever. And I, and I think people think, too, that if they don't speak in tongues, they would go, oh, well, then I'm just less, less of a no, Christian. No, nope, And nope. I don't want people it's just to a think tool. that. Yeah. It's just yeah. a tool that I have that helps me. It helps me 
If I'm in my car, I don't know how to pray, don't know what to do, I'm confused. Mm -hmm. I pray in the Spirit and it becomes that perfect prayer for me. And I can tell you when I've done it and I get finished, there's a peace. Mm -hmm. See, I've prayed before and go, God, if it's your will, and be done and go, well, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's not a very good prayer. Right. It's not very effective if it's your will. Really what you're saying is, oh, well, it is a Hail Mary, mm -hmm. literally, of mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Why even pray it? Right. Because God's will will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. That's in the prayer, the Lord's prayer, our Father which art in heaven. Right. 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 Thy kingdom come, thy, thy will, will be, be done, done on earth mm -hmm. as it is in heaven. So his will will be done on this earth, whether we want it to be or right. not. Right. He's still on the throne. He's still on the you throne. I'm mean? too excited about like it. Not, not to change the subject, but with the whole thing with Israel and stuff like yeah, that. Right. Prayers right. go out to them and stuff like that. I think through all of those things and the craziness of the world, because it's getting right. wild, the, the one thing we have to remember is he's still on the throne. Yep. He's still on the throne. He knows exactly. He's not surprised by any of this. And there is comfort in that. Yeah. Um, last, last question. We'll wrap it up. Um, this goes back to demons right um can people cast out demons today like they did uh during bible times so again this goes back to people that i've talked to they're like that's crazy talk you know um that was when jesus was around not when you know we're right, around right. now and then it goes back to you look at youtube and instagram and there's people that are just like it's crazy. Like it's, I am 100% on board. It's insane. Half, of, not even half, more than half. Just it's ridiculous. Like you can tell people are faking it, and right, it, and it gives right. it gives Christians a horrible look. Like it one look at that, great and someone's like, "Man, that is exactly why I do not go right. to church." And you're like, "I get it. Like I don't right. blame you." So, do you think today that um, if someone is demon possessed, can it happen today? And I'll say this actually before you answer it. Actually, let me just give you my opinion. Okay. Yeah. My, my opinion would be yes, but, but what's interesting about today with modern medicine, I'm going to get into that. I, I would say that people who were possessed back then, you know, and they saw Jesus or the disciples and they cast them out and that happened. Now, I think if somebody is possessed or oppressed, because there is a difference, um, we can just heavily medicate him because we'll say, oh, he's just got a well, split. bipolar. He, he's split bipolar. It's a split personality. Uh, this guy wants to, you know, he, he can't help it. He just wants to kill people and blah, blah, blah. Well, just heavy medicate him and throw yeah. him into whatever. Yeah. Is it possible? Because I think as America, we just want an answer to everything. Yeah. And we go, that's what it is. It, it's schizophrenia. It's this, it's that. And I know people deal with serious issues. So I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just saying there are times that I believe that somebody who has something like that is oppressed is possessed but now that we don't really talk about casting out or laying hands on somebody we just heavily medicate them oh, um would you agree with that oh 100 percent. i think you know i think the biggest challenge or the greatest asset to the devil right whether you believe in him or not satan mm, yeah, lucifer yeah bl's above the guy with horns, might call yeah. him the guy with horns you know the greatest asset that he has is that we don't believe he exists mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and if you don't believe that there is a thief in your home and that you know kind of like um you know he's hiding out you don't believe he's there you're going to get stolen from mm -hmm. and that's what's going to happen so you know do i believe that um that people can be possessed answers yes do i also i'm going to answer this question do i believe that there's a demon behind every bush no right there's right. not there are some things that are just crazy 
Some people have things, but do they exist? And I'll finish with this, is that if, uh, two things. Number one, demons don't die. Mm -hmm. Right. So they were alive then, they're alive now, whether you believe that or not. Number one. And, and number two, I think it's, it's important for us to realize that if they don't die, they're here. Mm-hmm. Yet they don't have any power at all because the Bible says that he took Satan out with a snap of his fingers and he fell to the earth mm-hmm. like a bolt of lightning. lightning. Yeah. So, so you would say that we are able to cast out. And we are and, absolutely and, 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 able. and is it necessary? It. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, and... Things, you know, people need healed today. Mm-hmm. People got healed then. People need the scent. Nothing's changed in three, four thousand years. Mm-hmm. People need Christ yeah. today as yeah. much as ever. And I think that's the end of it is, is yeah. people just need God. Yep. You know, we need God more than ever. Um, so I think that's it. Are we, can that's we wrap it. that up? So we can wrap it up. That, that is it for episode two. Do you believe in ghosts? Guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, before we go, I got to put you on the spot. All right. Give me your best evil laugh before we go. How would you do it? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Right, My laugh was pretty bad. <laughs> Have a good night, guys.